Hi, I'm James Hartnett, and I'm dying to go all the way. James, what are you talking about? That's filthy. I'm not being rude. I'm talking about our Patreon account. Oh! <laughs> We're more than halfway to our goal of $100 on Patreon. And as soon as we go all the way to $100, we are going to start making bonus episodes for our generous fans. Episodes that'll make you jump up, stamp your feet, clap your hands, and say, oh yeah. Anyway, so be sure to visit patreon.com slash landlord tenant and help us out. And if you're not able to do that, that's fine. We'd love it if you just rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I am one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And in the other corner, weighing in at a, an impressive 152 pounds, we have your other co-host, Tenant Michael. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. And they're off and fighting. They don't say that. Blow after blow to the face and chest. You're just... 152 pounds? Well, I, uh, my weight, uh, yes, this is my heaviest I've ever been. Well, I would have guessed 110 at most. No, no, I hide a lot of my weight in my legs and in my... Uh... Oh, so it's sort of like um, very compact. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, that's a little uh, boxing joke I made off at the top of yes, the show. Yes, very good, very funny. Boxing. I saw a preview for the new installment of the Rocky series. It is another Apollo Creed movie the other day. Yeah, I mean, does it, does it have Stallone in it? Stallone is in it, yes. And he's looking, oh. he's looking better than ever. Fresh really? as a daisy. Yes. I was worried he'd start aging a bit or looking, you know, showing his age. No, if anything, he's looking younger really? than ever. He looks very, very good. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like Chevy Chase. Like Chevy Chase, yes. Oh, I'd love to see them be rivals in a boxing movie. You know what? How about a re- some sort of buddy cop or a buddy cop thing? Two old Lethal cops. Weapon! They should re- Chase and Stallone. I would pay twenty dollars to see that. Me too. Um, mm. So how's it going, Mike? How are we this week? Um, yeah, I, I'm doing better than last week. Listeners will know that last week I was a bit on edge. I think we both were because uh, James is still rooming with me because of his financial Couch crashing because of your extreme financial difficulties so you know we're uh, we're making do it's a small apartment and we're two two men who like to throw our weight around so it's kind of hard we, we're learning to compromise two bulls in a china shop except there's nothing of value in the shop well i do have my crucifix over my computer um anyway i'm doing better and i have some fun news do you mind if i announce sure announce it so um, James, because of your, you're in financial straits, um, yeah. you're really in trouble. 
financially. And uh, last week, I suggested as a joke that maybe you should apply for a part-time job at the CN Tower gift shop where I work. And wouldn't you know it, listeners, James took my advice, he applied, he landed the job, and now not only are we roommates, we're colleagues. I just want everyone to know that this, for me, is like um, a lark. This is not, this is, it, this is for me like doing a play, okay? This is not, I'm fine. I'm not doing that badly. The financial stuff is not that bad. Mike suggested, why don't you, you know, you got nothing to do all day. Why don't you come down here? I did. You know, I didn't even try. Oh, I have some quote unquote job now. I don't know. You looked so nervous before your job interview. I've never, you were like, your face went completely white and you were, you seemed like I a was little... probably high, Mike. I, I, I was definitely not nervous. You got high before your job interview. Probably. I didn't care about it. Well, I don't I don't I barely even remember I have the job. What do you do again? Yeah, we sell knickknacks and all sorts of exciting memorabilia related to the CN Tower and Toronto tourism in general. I know. Anyway, um it's fun to to have you around the shop is is all yeah, I like to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I'm making do. I'm I'm uh I'm pushing ahead. You know, soon some money's going to come through for me and I'll be back in my place and I'll be back not having to work and mm. it'll all be good, but I'm just slumming it briefly. Yeah. Briefly. Well, I see it differently. But anyway, it's nice to spend nearly all of my time with you, whether I'm at home or, or at work. So, Yes. I mean, we really are seeing a lot mm-hmm. of each other. It's like... Do you think that we're the first... Like, in the history of landlords and tenants, do you think we've spent the most time together in, like, a, in a small space? You know, it's possible because your, your apartment is really one room. Yeah. So we... I mean, I, I get you know, a little bit of alone time in the bedroom that you've given me yes. when you're on the couch, but it's a lot of time together. Yeah. Sometimes I sit on the toilet for a couple hours and just used your Wi-Fi and watch a movie on my phone. Yeah, I was wondering what you've been what you've been doing in there. Yeah. Oh, you got a little notice that you have an overage on your Wi-Fi, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Um you might want to look at that. You're watching Willow on the toilet. Yeah, I was watching Willow on the toilet. Just something about about fantasy on the toilet just is comforting to me. From the sublime to the ridiculous. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and how has your week been, aside from your new job? Well, my week, you know, it's been tough a little bit. I'm not going to lie to the listeners. But, um, you know, making do, staying here at Mike's, getting to know every nook and cranny, all the weird, odd things in here. Actually, one fun thing is that I did... Uh, when you were at work one day and I was sitting around, mm-hmm. I sort of was looking through your stuff, and I found an old box under your bed with some VHS tapes on it. Oh, I really wish you hadn't found that. And there are old videos Mike recorded of himself. So I guess when you were in your early 20s or late teens, you used to videotape, and it was pre-iPhone. This is like a, a yeah. video camera. You, you yeah. videotaped yourself doing stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's private. You shouldn't. Well, I watched stuff. a bunch, and I've you know uh, I've digitized them. No, uh, there's a really funny one I watched of I guess when Hockey Night in Canada came up with a new theme. Uh, there's a really funny version of um, a video of Mike singing a Hockey Night in Canada theme. I guess he did. You send it into the CBC? well, they had a contest because it changed uh, changed networks. Uh, this is all very private, and I did submit an entry into the contest to to write a new. Uh, Hockey Night in Canada theme song, but, you know, no one's interested in that. How, how did it go? I didn't win. Yeah, but I mean, how did the song go, so the people know? Oh, you wouldn't want to hear it. We would! Yeah. Okay, well, uh, let me see if I can remember the tune. It was like, uh, 
The most glorious sport is about to happen tonight. The most glorious way for men to wage war without anyone losing his life. And I sort of compared the game of hockey to warfare, but pointed out that it was a friendlier version of war. No one's interested in this. <laughs> I, anyway, I didn't win. You sure didn't. Um yeah. It's a great clip. I also watched a video that you had taped off TV when you were on Speaker's Corner. Now, oh, no. non-Toronto listeners might not know, we used to have a channel called City, City TV that would have a little booth right downtown, and you could put in a dollar, and you could just say stuff to camera, and they'd, they'd take the best ones and put it on TV, and Mike got on, mm. and in the clip I saw, Mike um, was talking to camera, and then a, somebody mooned him. And Mike called the police yeah. in the booth because someone was mooning him. Well, I just like shouted into the into the camera for the police to come. Of course that didn't That's what I meant. Work. Like, calling, yeah. Like yeah. police, police, help, and someone is mooning me. That was traumatic because that was my first anus. What? That was the I mean, that was the first anus I ever saw, and I was, I think, only seven a young man of seventeen. And uh it was quite horrific. And um I decided when the pol- I realized the police weren't coming, I had to take things into my own hands. So I thought, hmm, two can play at this game. And so I also pulled down the back of my pants, and I uh, mooned him. It was a standoff. Yeah, so what it looked like to the camera basically was two, two men mooning a camera, and neither of us would, <laughs> would give any ground. Yeah. And it was um Yeah, it was just you two mooning for like a couple of minutes. Yeah. What why did he moon you in the first place? Oh, yeah, you know, a street pervert. Oh yeah. yeah. It's best to ignore them to be honest. You shouldn't have mooned him well, back. Well, now I know that, but I was a young man of 17. <laughs> uh, I didn't know a thing about how to handle an anus. <laughs> well, um so that was fun. Basically, that was my week. Uh, I don't I went... like it. I really wish you hadn't digitized all my private oh, uh, VHS tapes from yesteryear. Oh, relax. It's funny. People think it's funny. Mm. So, you know, I've been hanging around Mike's, uh, watching his Wi-Fi, and working a couple shifts at the CN Tower gift shop for mm. a lark. Just... And that's my week, really. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I guess we should get on with our segment. Um, yes, a classic segment. And we do a lot of segments on the show. Some are forgettable. Yeah. Some, we do them once, toss them in the trash. But yeah. others, they are fan favorites. And this is probably the most popular segment we've ever done. Mm-hmm. I think we've done this segment the most, uh, period. With the exception of the game, which always goes viral, <laughs> the game? it's probably yeah. our most popular segment. And of course, we're talking about Sippin' Bitch. Chardonnay. Well, how's about a big glass of rosé? All we want to do today is sip, bitch, sipping, bitch. James, would you mind explaining the premise of this segment to our loyal listeners? Um, okay. Well, sipping, bitch, is when Mike and I each take out a bottle of wine. We open it. We have a sip. And then we complain about something. You know, because we record these on Friday nights, mm-hmm. the end of a, you know, a long work week. We want to get, yeah. get some you know, complaints off our chests. And there's no better way to do that than with a nice glass of wine. Getting your wine on, <laughs> baby. Yeah. So what, what kind of wine did you bring with you this week, James? I brought, the wine I brought is a big bottle of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. 
which is a kind of wine. That's not wine. Yeah. Yes, it is. So I'm drinking a nice glass uh, tumbler of that. That's what about? H- kind of harder than wine. No, I don't know. I think it's about yeah. the same. Okay. Kind of gives a nice buzz. Anyway, you know, you do you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm drinking this week. Now, I didn't know, maybe the listeners knew this. I didn't know this. Uh, I didn't know that North Korea produced wines. But I have with me this week, there's really no, I can't make heads or tails of the, what's written on the label, but as far as I know, it's a, <laughs> it's a Merlot from North Korea. Interesting. Just yeah. guessing on the Merlot, or? Well, that's the only English word on Oh, okay. It. Yeah. Well, that looks interesting. Okay, so yeah. shall we uh, open, open these bottles? We shall. Ah, great. Now let's pour ourselves each a glass of wine. Mmm, spicy wine. Now let's cheers. Oh, you got a few droplets of uh, whiskey in my wine there. Oh, well, it's a little added flavor. Right. All right, I'm, I'm going to have my sip. And now it's time for my bitch. Folks, I cannot sleep at night. I'm trying, no matter what I do, no matter how many sleeping pills I take, I cannot sleep. And you want to know why? It's because... I am single again! That's right, Nadia, um, after I've basically hounded her to respond to my texts, has informed me that her and I are on a break, which, at first, I admit, was a little hard to hear. You know, I do love her very much, but I kind of came around to realizing, like, you know what? No, this is the best thing for me. And, and I can't sleep at night because I'm so excited! I'm so excited to be single again, to be out there, you know, um, I, I've really noticed that like ladies are looking at me all the time when I'm walking down the street and I'm, you know, I'm not worried. Yeah, sure. I don't have the same disposable income as I did before, but no. I know I'm still a catch working at the CN Tower gift shop as I was when I was sitting courtside at the Raptors games. So I'm pumped. So this isn't even really a sipping bitch. This is a sipping woohoo. If anything, so yeah. I mean that's not what the segment is about. Well, first of all, I, well, I wanted to brag. I'm just I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm. First of all, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup. That's awful. I know you. It's not a breakup. We're on a break. Okay. So we're still together. Okay. But we're just not talking for a few weeks. Right. Well, I hope it. I hope it all works out. Well, it, well it's fine. Okay. Got to get some stuff out of our systems. Fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I'll take my sip. And here's my first bitch. <laughs> um, so, James, you're working with me now at the CN Tower. You're a colleague. I put in a, g- a good word for you with yes. my boss, Megan, and she hired you. She liked the look of you. She thinks you're you know, a great addition to the team. But here's my bitch. I do you a favor. I bring you in. And what do you do on the first day of work, during the first hour of your first shift, you embarrass me in front of my boss and my colleagues by showing an embarrassing video of me from my private VHS collection that you digitized. And I really am, am not very impressed with you, and I'd rather not even describe what the video is. Mike's right. I, I just needed a way to ingratiate myself to my new coworkers, and what better way than, no offense, Mike, picking on the beta mail. So I did bring in a digitized VHS. And you uh, don't need to describe what was on it. Well, I think for, the, our, for our audience's sake, it's worth describing what was on it. Aww. It's a video from 1998. Mike was at a Tea Party concert. Great Canadian band. Sure. Uh, and Mike is dancing at a Tea Party concert. To the song The River. <laughs> yes. 
And uh, Mike, do you want to explain what happens, or would you like? I mean, uh, fine, I'll, I'll say it. I'll own it. I was dancing. I was wearing. I guess I don't know what happened with my zipper. It came down or something. Anyway, I was dancing to the river. Your pants were so baggy. I think your zipper just yeah, the weight of it anyway, pulled your zipper. The down. long and the short of it is, my penis came out, and I was dancing to the river at a tea party concert in 1998, and it was all captured on video. James digitized it and he showed it to my entire staff, <laughs> and I've never been so mortified. And if you don't know the song "The River," look it up right now. That guitar line, you know, it's like do 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 do. So imagine Mike hopping up and down to that guitar line to that riff and my penis is almost wiggling around in time with that guitar riff it's it was it was really uncanny it's it's wild if only that happened in the youtube era you would be, you would have uh, been a viral star <clears throat> although it's not too late we can still uh, still get it on do YouTube. not put that on youtube james all right um why don't we go on to my second sipping bitch shall sure. i have a little sip here of this delicious f- fireball very nice and now my second bitch um my second bitch is and folks this always happens when i'm single i gain weight in my face i right now have a big fat face and it it always happens when i'm single i think it's just because i'm so excited and feeling good i just drink so much and eat a lot of late night fast food so I've just got a giant face right now. It is really wild. You you remind me of like um like a mask or like um you know Professor Bunsen Honeydew from the Muppets. His big green b- yes. uh, bulbous head. Mm. It's really like that. Yeah, it's big. I actually measured it, and uh, it's uh, it is actually a full two thirds bigger than it usually than it was like uh, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, it's grown that much. So it's grown grown a lot, and can't, it's painful. Can't be healthy. Yeah. Uh, I think it is healthy. I think it's sort of a face muscle situation. Well, you stand out from the crowd. And that's good. When you're trying to meet ladies, standing out is good. Nice big face. Giant face. Yeah. Pick me out of a crowd. All right. It's time for my second uh, sip. And now my second batch. Um, So this one is another one aimed at you, James. I'm glad to have you here as a guest. I believe in, you know, hospitality. I believe in, you know, honoring your less fortunate neighbors, but I draw the line at spitting. And you've been spitting all over my carpets, all mm-hmm. over my hardwood floor in the kitchen. You've been spitting on the counter, on the sink. You've been spitting. I even saw some, you've been using like a coffee mug as some sort of spittoon. Yeah, it's called tobacco, dude. Where do you want me to spit? You don't have a balcony. No, I mean, you can spit in the sink, I, I guess, or you can just not. Fine, sp- I'll Here's try. an idea. Don't spit at all. Maybe. That's not an option, so I'll try to spit in your sink when I'm by your sink. Born in a barn, ladies and gentlemen. Try born in a mansion. Anyways, time for my final sipping, bitch. Have a, one more little sip here. Oh. Woo. <clears throat> All right, and now my final bitch. And that is, Mike, every damn morning... Since I've been sleeping in his bed and he's been on the couch, Mike wakes me up with breakfast in bed. And every morning I'm like, Mike, it's 9 a.m., dude. I just went to friggin' sleep. It's like, who who wakes your roommate up at 9 a.m.? Are you crazy? No, I mean, I am. In, in another world, uh, you might be thanking me for waking you up. Uh, every morning with breakfast in bed, throwing the shutters and the window open and singing, you know, good morning to you. 
Um, a lot of people would pay good money to have that kind of service. I, you are an ingrate. I'm, I'm not sorry, an ingrate. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not a, an old granny who wakes up at 9 a.m. No, you're, I, I acknowledge that. You're a young man with a nice big round face and a you know, I'm strong ga- upper body. I'm on the computer till 7, guaranteed, every night. So next time, make me lunch in bed or dinner in bed. Breakfast in bed is not working for me. How about this? I make you nothing in bed from now on. All right, and my third and final sip in bitch. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. I can't believe it's over. I'll take my sip. And surprise, surprise, my third and final uh, bitch is also aimed at you, James, and it's a quick one. I hate the way you breathe, the way you chew, the way you swallow, and I wish uh, wish you'd get out of here as soon as possible, and I'm sorry I said that. I take it back. Good. Apology not accepted. Oh. <sighs> that uh, that segment has gone better in the past, I will admit. Yeah, train wreck. Yeah. Um anyway, it's good we got that off of our chest. Yes, you know. Thera- saves saves money on therapy. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, well, I think that was a good opening segment. Shall we take a break and come back with our guest? We, oui, monsieur. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, May West. Uh, it's time for this week's guest, and it's a doozy. I can already tell. Now, this is a guy I know. I see him around the CN Tower gift shop quite a bit. You're going to be seeing a bit more of him, James, because you work there now. He is a globe trotter. He's a buddy of mine, and that's a rare thing. I don't have a lot of uh, friends. Uh, so here he is, Mr. Tim Pauly. <laughs> Oh, wow. Welcome to my apartment. Welcome to the podcast. Wow, this is great. Hi, Tim. Hey. Love your laugh, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Very childlike, which is nice in these dark times. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, Tim, uh, this is going to be interesting because I know James, my landlord here, you kind of fancy yourself, James, as kind of like a world traveler. You've been all sorts of places. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, I was fortunate enough growing up to be able to travel wherever I wanted to, so I've been to some pretty cool places. Whereas I have basically never left Toronto except for going to uh, Hedonism 2 in Jamaica and Mm -hmm. to Timmins. That's right. So (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Tim, tell us, uh, tell the listeners how we know each other. Okay, well, yeah, so I just moved back to Toronto. I moved into this building. It's great. I love it here. Everyone's so nice. Yeah. I got a job at the Rogers Center. I dance at Blue Jays games, you know, bring the spirit up. And uh, You got to see this guy dance, James. Because looking at you, I, I don't think, oh, this guy's a dancer at a sporting event. Just being honest. Well, I get it going at the Jays games. Don't worry. <laughs> and, this guy uh, has moves. Really? Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mike and I, I recognized him. We were watching the the guy who uh, who drums on the bucket outside the Rogers Center. Oh, and I'm like, oh, you, so you live in this building, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we got talking, and and he said, "You got to come on the podcast." So wow, I'm here. That's amazing. <laughs> Can I ask how old are you? Yeah, I'm uh, 44. Wow! Yeah, you, are you the oldest uh, dancer at the Jays game? Or? I'm, I, we don't tell each other our ages, but yeah, yeah, that's a know. thing, James. They don't dancers don't tell each other their ages. Sorry, it's just it's interesting seeing a yeah. You, you wouldn't think a forty year old dude was uh, was out there shaking his moneymaker. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's not like that. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it's not like lewd dancing, James. Obviously, I just I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Honestly, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> 
so god he loves to laugh hey? yeah. Uh, yeah. it's wow. nice to, i mean because you're, you seem like a, such an upbeat guy you're laughing obviously <laughs> does traveling has traveling the world made you see the world uh like are, through the eyes of an optimist Oh, I've always been an optimist. Really? And not just travel. That's why I got out there. I've always, I've always just believed in people. You know, I, deep down, we're all the same. That is beautiful. That's beautiful, but I don't buy it, but beautiful. Well, I've been to some crazy places, some amazing places. And, and, and a lot of places people tell you, you can't go there or don't go there. The government will even say, don't go there. You're not allowed. The borders will be closed. And, and yet I'm, I'm there and I'm meeting people and people are the same and people are high five and you know everyone high fives. It's here's what a government here's the kind of government travel advisory I'd like to see. Warning. People are all the same everywhere. Have some fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean if I could rewrite it, I would I would definitely start there. <laughs> I and you've told me some crazy stories sometimes when you come and and visit me at the CN uh, uh Tower gift shop. Or is there anything you you'd like to share with us? Sure, About I mean... some of your travels? Yeah, I could tell you one story. For instance, uh, I was in Davao City, Philippines. It's under martial law. They're like, don't go there, don't go there. Wow. And Davao City? And I just... Uh, I don't... I mean, I don't speak Filipino. Sorry. I Yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, no. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, too. We're all... All three of us are sorry we don't speak... Hey, uh, this must be a Canadian <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I... I'm not the best traveler. I just do my best. You know, my smile is my passport. And I, I just sort of, I go, you know, I go. If someone says stop, I just keep going. If they say stop again, I keep going. If they, they get the guns out, maybe I stop. But, but that's about <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> wow. So you were in the, a city in the Philippines that was under martial law. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of like... You know, people are still around, you know, everyone, there's still like the market, there's still like the beach, you know, you could still run on the beach. So yeah, I'm having a great time there. But weren't you worried for your life? Like martial law, what does that even mean? Like the the police, like, what does martial law mean? I think it's military control. Yeah, it's like a judge, jury, executioner kind of thing. They can decide right there. Someone could have gone up to you and been like, you're breaking the law. No, Um, no, that's what I'm trying to tell you is... Is that's all like reports, and that's why people don't go to these amazing places. They just see the news and they get scared and they stay home. You oh. gotta go there. You gotta you gotta be with the people, and you'll find out it's exactly like it is here in at the Sky Dome, exactly, or the Rogers Center. Sorry. Wow, I, I've been yes. a while. Don't, uh, don't let the good folks at Rogers hear it's, you. It's uh, changed. Yeah, we we're, we don't want a cease and desist letter. <laughs> I have been suspended for for saying it's a skydome during one of the dancing sessions. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? Like, come on, skydome, give it, give it up. <laughs> I did. I got an old lady up with me on top of the dugout, and I said, "You love it here at the skydome." And and some of my fellow dancers, yeah. they just told my and the whole employer. crowd booed. <laughs> Forty thousand people booed this guy, and it was it was heartbreaking. Roger Center, so, boo! This guy's a clown. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a costume on or anything? Or are you just Dancing in your jeans. Yeah, or I what? wear white pants and a blue Blue Jays shirt. You've never seen the the dance squad at the Jays game. Jay? I've seen a dance squad at Blue Jays games, but I thought they were like young teens. Like, no, like no, no. It's a blend of ages. You can't if you're not if you're right there. You you might be able to tell, but if you're up in the five hundreds, you can't tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's a blend. It's wonderful. So you try so. 
More on the Philippines. Oh, right? yeah. So, so here I am. What am I doing? I'm walking around the streets at night, and all of a sudden, this, this, this crew, this crew in a truck, they, they're just yelling at me, come in, come in. They're wait, motioning, come into my truck. Oh, my God. So I'm like, sure, why not? You know, they're not yelling in a mean way. And, you know, you can guys see me. I got a, a big smile on my face at all the time. You I'm sure a fun do. guy. I got a lot yeah. of hair. I'm like one of those guys. People are like, this guy. He knows how to party. Right. So, so we're going around the truck, and, uh, and then we see uh, there's a lot of like, wild dogs, you know, oh, like okay. uh, in the streets. There's just like a lot of, a lot of wild dogs in the streets. And, uh, and so we're going around, and, and we stop. And, uh, Uh-oh. And, and they're saying something about the wild dog. And, uh, and then one of them hands me a rifle. And... Oh. And then I realized, oh, these guys are here. These are here to liquidate the dogs. That's their job. And you know me. I don't, I'm a guest in their country. I'm not going to judge them, right? Right. This is their, this is their country, and I'm not going to judge how someone makes a living. Okay. And, and they were pretty friendly, and we're all like having a bit of rum. And, and so they had me a rifle, and, and so, Bang. What, you shot the dog? Well, no, I missed the first time. Oh. And they were all laughing. Like, they're laughing because oh. I, I missed so badly. And I'm laughing, too. Who's this Canadian guy <laughs> exactly. from the gang? You can't shoot straight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then one of the guys, he, he, puts, his, he puts his arms around me. He's a, he's a little guy. He puts his arms around me to help me he aim the rifle properly. And then, and then, I, and then I shot a dog. Jesus. And, wow. And they're all like, what? You know, and that is universal, right? Hey! Yeah, that is anywhere, universal, yeah. Anywhere you go in the world, doesn't matter what language you speak, when you hear, yay! You know you're with friends. Yeah, exactly. You feel brotherhood, camaraderie. Right. And so, so you, you killed w- only one dog? Oh no, no. We went all night. We went all night. It was uh it was interesting cuz I, you know, I love dogs. I love doggies. I'm I'm a dog owner. I you know, I really? as soon as I came back to Canada, I picked up a dog. Hmm. Uh so it was a little weird for sure to be to be just shooting these dogs and sometimes uh, you you know, they're not they're not easy. Once you get one, you know, the rest scatter. So so they know what you're up to, right? They're smart animals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But don't get me wrong; these aren't yeah. these aren't friendly dogs. Like these aren't like the kind of dogs you would you would own. They're they, okay. you know they they're a problem. <laughs> you know you don't like if you're in the you notice them right? They're following you a little bit. Maybe they're after your food. You know right. They're, they're, right. So yeah. so I try not to judge. You know I try not to judge. I'm a guest in the country. It was a good time. Right. I'm not going to focus on the negative of what I'm doing or, yeah, you know, huh. like it, we were all taking shots and yeah, I probably killed 12 dogs. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you here, Tim. Now that's, that is not one of the stories you have told me before when you've come to visit me at the CN Tower gift shop and that I wasn't expecting that, oh. uh, that story right now, but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not, it's, it's interesting to hear. Oh yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So so, uh, how, where else have you traveled uh, to, Tim? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, you know what? I always loved that 
that Ray Charles song, you know, Georgia. Yes. Oh, Georgia. Wasn't that the theme for designing women, if I'm not mistaken? Oh, oh might have been. Yeah. Delta Burke. Um, all those actresses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I went to the Republic of Georgia. Uh, oh, the Republic was, of Georgia. This was years ago. Uh, right. Uh, right at the outset of my travels. I wanted to see what Ray was talking about. And... And so I, I went there. There was a bit of a military conflict with uh, Russia and a lot of protests and a right. lot of, like, they were warning me about, like, me, like, people, the bandits, you know, gangs, all that kind of stuff. And, Goodness. you know, I was, I was just looking for, like, how, how do their apples taste, you know? <laughs> Sure. Like what what's going on here? What's this all about? Did the did the military or the, the bandits stop you from, from trying the fruit? I don't know. I don't know. To, to be honest, I woke up in a hospital one day oh. and I had no idea what happened to me. Uh wow. Did you take ill or did something did Well, no, I don't know. I they were telling me that I was beaten. Oh wow. Uh, so you got to Georgia, I got the to former G- USSR territory or whatever public yeah. yeah and then you immediately got beaten up well i don't really remember anything before or anything yeah i don't remember what happened i'm not sure when it exactly happened did you yeah. insult the government perhaps or did you insult I, uh i don't know i remember there was a crowd of people in the streets and i was like okay was this a soccer game i, right. I couldn't quite tell and then there was a lot of like i don't know it seemed a little angrier or like some some stones or something i can't, I can't quite remember and then and then the next thing i know i'm in the hospital and they're telling me that i was assaulted and beaten and and the police are there and they're trying to ask me who did it right and i don't know and i don't know because i don't remember getting beaten i mean they showed me what i looked like and it looked like i got beaten but what if i just fell down a flight of stairs i don't know Right, that seems very dangerous. Your trip to Georgia. So, so, anyways, the next thing I know, the police have got this guy, and they're like, "This guy did it. This guy did it, right?" And and I'm like, "I don't know." And they're like, "Yeah, he who, did it. Who he was did the guy? It. Who? What did he look like?" Or, well, you know what? I, it, I at the time it didn't occur to me, but then I remember. Oh, it was just it was a guy that was at the the hostel that I was staying at. He just owned the hostel. Oh, and they thought he had. He had beaten me in my bed or something and stolen all my money. And so, uh, I don't know. Apparently, he belonged, long story short, is apparently he belonged to a resistance group. And I didn't know any of this oh. at the time. I found out all later so you through. you fingered a, a resistance figure um, right from your hospital bed at the behest of the police. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I see. It sounds bad like that, but at the time I knew very little, and I didn't even I didn't even know I had been beaten up. Right? right I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we can like downgrade these charges. And uh, can, can I ask what 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 happened to the fellow? Oh, I, I I don't know. They they told me not to ask any more questions and get out. And right, and so I did. You know, lots of the world to see. Right. Yeah, Oof. well, that sounds like uh, that sounds not, a bit uh, not exactly spring break. No, well said, James. And my wife was kind of sick of Georgia by that point, so so it was a good idea to leave. 
Wow. Did you, you, sorry, you brought your wife was there with you during this trip to Georgia? Oh, yeah. Didn't I, I tell you? I, I went with my family. Your family? Yeah. Yeah. We went all over the world with my, my wife and my two sons. Oh, yeah, you left that uh, that bit of information out. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a, a, a family vacation, just like quit our jobs. Let's right. just like see the world, you know. Reminds me of a sort of dystopian version of uh, those those funny uh, Chevy Chase uh, oh, National Lampoon. Oh, Lampoons yeah. <laughs> Georgian vacation, you know. What, what's that song? Um, oh, yeah. Holiday Road, Holiday Road. Did you sing that song when you were in Georgia? I don't remember that song anymore. Sorry, oh. that was like this. Sorry, there's whole parts of like my memory oh. I don't have anymore. But because you were uh, beaten, yeah, maybe, right. maybe. I never thought of that. Yeah, so, uh, I bet that's just to go, wow. to go back a bit. Was your family you? When you were in the Philippines uh, murdering dogs, you were solo though. No, they were there. They were there. They weren't. They weren't with me on that trip. They they were in the hotel. But okay. But yeah, right. we went everywhere together. Uh, right. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. My son Keaton, who's twelve, and my son Hudson, who's ten. They Keaton and uh, Hudson. We took them out of Are out of a, school and oh, very cool. Are you an act acting fan? Because I'm I'm hearing Keaton and Hudson, and I'm thinking. Michael Keaton and uh, uh, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> the two famous actors. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know who, who those guys are. Oh, I, the beating? Because of the... Michael Keaton was I, Batman. You must rem- remember him as Batman years ago. Uh, I, uh, Jack Nicholson was sorry, in that what, one yeah. as a Joker. It looks like they beat out all of your uh, f- finest Hollywood memories from your brain, which is sad. Oh, Batman, yeah. Remember, uh... Yeah, Batman in in Georgia? Remember this one? (laughs) Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That was Nicholson in Batman. You sound just like him. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, but I I interrupted you, uh... Can I do a challenge, and this is just a little sidestep here. Can you do five Jack Nicholson impressions in ten seconds, James? Sure. I'll start the clock now. You make me want to be a better man. A chicken Seven. salad sandwich. Six. Ever dance by the devil Five. in the pale noon light? Four. Um, <laughs> what else has he done? Two. Oh, uh, one. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, you didn't do it properly. Yeah, you did four, I think. Well, anyway. I think. Anyway, that's a little. Maybe, maybe that'll jog your memory about Hollywood. Yeah, some of it. <laughs> Five easy pieces for sure. I remember that movie very well. Oh, where he sends back the sandwich because he doesn't like. Yeah. The sandwich. Mm. Yeah, that's a he slams. Yeah. He's very angry, right? Why yeah. is that a famous scene? The guy doesn't want a sandwich. Ooh, classic. I don't know. It's just uh, people like seeing a, um, a white man get angry on camera. I guess <laughs> it it speaks to something in you know, mm. in our soul. Yeah, a lot of those movies don't make sense from that era. Oh yeah, to me at least. But I mean, people like them, so I don't care. But I watch them, and I. Yeah, I just like I watch them, but nothing registers. Right, you just can't connect, you can't uh, identify with it. While we're on a tangent, can I just say of a joke I thought up? Uh, Tim, is that okay? With yeah, you? yeah. Oh, I love jokes. All right. Um, hey, uh, in light of uh, Tim's experiences in Georgia, uh, it's got me thinking. The guy that uh, beat up Tim, you want to know what his favorite condiments are? Um, uh, sure. He's like anyone else. A salt and pepper. 
<laughs> Sorry, could you repeat that? Assault and pepper. Now you got assault. You kept saying the word assault, and I just thought in my head that sounds it's like a little tasteless. Assault. A little tasteless. Actually, to make a it's joke. very tasteful if you've uh, ever had assault. <laughs> no. Tasteless to make a joke. <laughs> He's laughing. He's laughing his ass off. I don't know if he knows what's actually happening. So, Tim, you've been to uh, the Philippines, Georgia, two of the hottest travel destinations in the world. Um, Each one has its own problems, but hey, what country doesn't? Uh, Anywhere else you've been that you you have any memories of? Because I know memories are a bit of a problem with you. Mm. Well, yeah, I can tell you what happened in Mali. Mali? Oh, Mali. Okay. I told you guys I don't judge, right? No. And that's what I like about you. I'm a guest. And I teach my kids, we're guests. Mm-hmm. I have to live by that example. But I was in, I was in Bamako, Mali. I was not supposed to be there. And Oh, was there a, tra- a travel warning? Yeah, heavy travel warning. Threat of kidnapping. I never got kidnapped, by the way. Great. Relief. Never got kidnapped, so don't, we're not going there. Okay. Never happened to me. <laughs> but we ran into... A, an area where there were child brides. Oh. And, and that's where I started feeling a little weird because... I would too. I've, you know, I stopped laughing a little there because I, I've got a 12-year-old Keaton, a 10-year-old Hudson. Right. And, and I see these girls, they're too young to, be, to go off to be married, Right. Yeah. yeah. So obviously. I thought we're so lucky in Canada that there's no there's nothing like, you know, child brides, child marriage here. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I tried to bring that up at the Blue Jays game once and they they suspended me, but Right. Um That was another time where the whole crowd booed. <laughs> oh. They took the mic out of your hand, Tim. Well, I guess I was holding up the game too, or something. They they wanted oh, to get I on with I it. I read about that. Yeah, you're <laughs> that guy. That man makes speech about child marriage yeah. during Jay's game. Yeah, I was like, "Don't Toronto, don't you realize how lucky you are? No child brides." Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. Meanwhile, the crowd's like, "We just want to hear take me out to the ball game." <laughs> yeah. <But anyway. laughs> yeah, I didn't think. I wasn't thinking. Okay, but I took my suspension. As a man, as a 44-year-old man, right. should. So, so here's the thing. I say to my wife, I'm like, what can we do? And we were able to, to communicate to the, the elders of this tribe that we want to buy the freedom of these wives, of these girls, of wow. two of the girls. We have enough money for two girls. Uh, the only way to do it is is if it's an actual marriage ceremony with my sons. Oh. But, oh okay. I, I was going to say that was very generous of you to rescue these girls, but it, it, okay. The only... They're not going to be... Like, don't freak out. They're not going to... We weren't thinking they're going to be the wives of Keaton and Hudson. Right. You know, I'm like at... You know, at most, you know, maybe they'll be girlfriends, you know, whatever. Uh, okay. That, that's, that's it. And, it, and mm. it's, only, it's only if they're okay with it, you know, like, 
like uh, Keaton's a little awkward around girls. So I thought, hey, maybe this will be good for him. You know, like he's forced to be around this girl for so he could learn how to interact with uh, girls by yeah. I just, guess I yeah. can see where you're coming from. You know, yeah. and if uh, hey hey, we're the we're trying to do the right thing here. Otherwise, they're married off. That's their life. Right. We're we're trying to take them back to Canada with us. Right. So then that became a problem. <laughs> oh, at, w- at which point in this process? Oh, when we tried to, to take them out of, of Mali. They, oh. they, we, we didn't have any... Right, it looks like you just sort of... We're like kidnapping. Exactly. Of- you they look thought, like a they you thought we were participating in this. Yeah. I'm like, the, me? Uh, Can you imagine that? When in look reality, you were doing the opposite. Exactly, 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 exactly. It just, uh, and even saying, hey, look, my sons have just like met these girls, you know, they're their girlfriend, they're their girlfriends. That wasn't good enough. They, yeah. We weren't legal guardians. We could not take them out of the country. So now I've got a problem. But at this point, my wife was also confused. And, and my sons were not happy. And, and so they, they sort of, you know, our marriage at that point was not was not great. So I can see how this ordeal. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't look great. Yeah. If, mm. Yeah. Know. So they kind of went home. Oh. And and left me to deal with the mess. The mess. And okay. And <laughs> did you uh, did you have to? Were you detained from leaving the country for very long? Oh yeah. Or? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I spent some time in jail. In Mali? Yeah, yeah. Damn. I mean, now, can I ask this question? And if it's too personal, you don't have to answer. But is the did your famous smile come in handy in jail in Mali? Because, you know, you can't speak the language, I presume. Did, did your smile uh, help you get by? It's the only thing that did. Well, to be honest, there was, no, there was not a lot of food. There was not a lot of good company. Right. Uh... <laughs> And I didn't have my boys around me. Who, you know, we like to wrestle and fight and all that kind of yeah, good stuff. And absolutely. you know, my my I'm wife Claudia wasn't there. But you kept, <laughs> but you kept smiling, and that's the main thing. Yeah, oh, that's all I got. That's all we have, really, isn't it? When you take all, away all of our worldly possessions, all of our pretensions, and our the airs we put on, all we have at the end is our smile. I mean, is that? I guess that's true. I mean, it's also reputation, career, marriages. That's all that mm. Tim has thrown down the toilet. I don't know. Can I tell you something though? Sure. When you're in when you're in a jail in Mali, yeah. What do you think reputation is going to do? Stop you from getting killed by an Boom. inmate? Oh, you think that Same if as you prison here, James? Let me ask you a hypothetical question here. If you were in jail in Mali, like Tim unfortunately was. And you start throwing around like, oh, I inherited a building in Toronto from my dead uncle and I, you know, mm-hmm. I sell uh, like weightlifting uh, supplements and stuff. Do you think these, these criminals in the cell with you are going to go like, oh, well, in that case, we'll leave you alone? Yes, because they will respect the fact that I'm an entrepreneur and that I have power, or at least used to before I ran into money problems. Uh, and let me tell you something. If I went to, you know, even jail here. Uh, I would be doing a lot more than just smiling my way around. I mean, Tim, guys, you're t- guys must have given you a hard time. You know, like you're telling me you just smiled your way out of getting beat up. Oh no, I got beat up. 
I got beat up quite a lot. I'm sorry that's, to hear. I mean, I got beat up. I had to do some beating up. Uh, you know, that's. I hope you weren't like smiling when you were when you were beating up anyone. You know, I don't really remember, but mm. I I can't imagine I wasn't. Okay. That's just who I am, and and you got to do when you're down there. You got to do whatever you got to do right. to to not get beat up, to get a bit of food, to to get you know like. Sometimes you you got to go to the bathroom and there's a bunch of guys in your way. What are you going to do? You got to beat them up. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine beating up a bunch of guys when I have a full bladder cuz let me tell you that's the last thing I want to do when I need to to take a tinkle. Well, speaking of Batman, I'm starting to think Tim could uh, portray the Joker. This guy's smiling uh yeah. all the time uh, and he's doing come scary on. things. Come on. That Joker's a bad guy. <laughs> I was starting to wonder <laughs> yeah, about you. Can you? Would you beat up people if you needed to use a bathroom, James? Hell yeah, I do it in a restaurant. Um, I sort of think that going to the bathroom is a right that I take very seriously, and no one's going to get in my way. I'll tell you that right now. This is what I mean. People are people. It doesn't matter if you're in jail or in a restaurant. Or, or in Mike's the... damn apartment where I've been staying. And let me tell you, if Mike was sitting on the toilet and I had to go, I'd say, shovel yeah. bum. Make yeah. some room. Sh- that would mean that we'd be sharing the toilet? Shovel well, bum? Well, I don't know. No. Ah, you guys. <laughs> Picture the two of us, Tim. Picture the two of us sitting on the toilet together at the same time. I don't like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disgusting. Like, where the... No offense, Tim, but uh, how long have you known Tim? How long has it been now? Because I knew you before you went away on your big tr- trip. Because <laughs> you're the one that vouched for him to get the rent the room. Well, yeah. Well, I've, I think I've known Tim for about 10 years now. But here's I would like to reiterate. The stories you've told today on the podcast, Tim, are nowhere... They, they bear no resemblance to the stories he's told me when, when he's visited me at the CN Tower. Usually when you visit me, you've told me stories of like, oh, I went to, you know, Florida or Paris. Or like you had a story about going to... Barcelona, and they were—they had a very different tone than <laughs> these recent stories. And I just like to make that crystal clear for I'm everyone. I'm just saying it's not a great look the first time you bring a friend on the podcast. I didn't know he'd killed dogs and all that stuff. Um, can I can I ask since you've come back to to the city of Toronto? I, I you had mentioned that you were having some marital troubles after what happened in, in mm-hmm. Mali. Mm-hmm. Are you moving into this building? with your family or are you flying solo no we're we're not together anymore oh i'm so sorry Um, sorry i've uh i've got i'm dating though oh that's nice yeah yeah yeah. tinder uh no no i just uh i've been dating some people that i've met at the rogers center oh uh, blue jays fans mostly (laughs) oh are you allowed to date as a blue jays dancer are you allowed to date Fans. No, I've been suspended for for getting caught, but most most we all do it. And like I said, I don't like hearing you can't, don't, blah, bleh, bleh. why, bleh, bleh. negativity, exactly. Negativity. Just do it. So I've been dating this girl, and and I'm having a good time. Amen. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I mean. Ay ay ay! Wow. Uh, are you? Is she roughly the same age as you? I uh, no, she's a little older, but um, oh. <laughs> not too much. Not like 
She has a grandchild, but not. She's not an old grandmother. She's she's like, uh, I, you know, you would be surprised to know. Well, you're in your forties, so exactly. there's nothing I like more. And tell me if I'm alone here than a nice young grandma, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Sure, something nice about that. I and guess. she's got some yeah. history, but she's still got some, you know, some spunk to her because she's a young grandma. And sometimes she stays over, and her. Her daughter stays over, and her grandchild stays over. Oh, three generations. Yeah. In that little room? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they sleep on the couch all together, and I, I sleep in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been sleeping on my couch, so uh, I, my heart goes out to them. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So is that because you don't want... Oh. I, I just learned to sleep alone. I think. Oh, right. all that time uh, traveling, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, I just, it's something about being in the prison where I got used to, you know, sleeping with one eye open. And if someone and, comes up to you in, uh, in the night, you try and kill yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I've, yeah. Do you think you have... Try uh, and murder them. Do you have, uh, like, PTSD? Like, uh, James, that's a rude question well, to ask I mean, our the guests. guy's opening up. He's telling us, you know... Some pretty deep stuff. I'm just asking. Uh, what's how was that? Like post traumatic stress disorder. Post traumatic. Soldiers get it. Uh, football players get it. Heck, Heck even wrestlers get it. Birds do it. Bees do, do it. Made me think of that. Let's do it. Let's get PTSD. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty happy guy. I don't. <laughs> Fair enough. Is there anything that that makes you unhappy? Disorder. I'm starting to wonder. What kind of disorder? Do, do I look like? <laughs> when you think of the word disorder, look at me. No. When I think of the word disorder, I think of a frowning person. But you are. Uh, you're all smiles. You're oh, yeah, you're giggling yeah. sometimes for no discernible reason. I think you'll back me up there, James. I, I, I certainly will. Oh, um, you got me. <laughs> You're just a happy-go-lucky guy. Are you ever guy. grumpy? Are you, is, there, is, there, is there ever a time you feel bummed out? Um, I yeah yeah yeah. I guess a couple times, like here and there. It, but who doesn't? It's you know, not, you know, not consistent. Great. Oh. And then it's time to get to the Blue Jays game, and I'm dancing <laughs> it off, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, I I will say I when I first met you. You did have a slightly different personality, and this was like years ago. Uh, and since you came back from your sort of harrowing journey around the world, yeah, you, your, your personality has changed. You're, you seem a lot more uh-huh. upbeat, which initially I thought was a good thing, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But what, you think it might be that well, I'm just saying, unwell? I'm just thinking out loud, no, I never said those words. I'm just thinking maybe your experiences that you had, uh, extreme experiences, maybe the... Experience of being imprisoned in Mali, maybe it's uh, you know changed the chemical uh, makeup of your brain. I don't know. I, oh, I, I'm that, no neurologist. I'm no psychologist. I'm that's just, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. That would explain a lot. You know, if if you thought he was a, not quite like this before the trip. Yeah, he wasn't quite like this before the trip. Well, I certainly freaking hope not. Because yeah. thanks a lot for bringing this I, guy into the building. <laughs> I see the same guy in the mirror. So. Well, that's all we can ask for at the end of the day, isn't it? I mean, I hope we can ask more than that. Yeah. Oof. Well, should we come back and play the game, Mike? Yeah, do you think you're well enough to play a game with us? Oh, yeah, I love games. What are we doing? Well, that's a secret. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I like those games too. Welcome back to the pod mess. We're here with world traveler Tim Polly. Hi. You're still smiling. Still <laughs> smiling away. Game time. Yes. Well, it is it is true, Tim. It's our third and final segment of the show. It's when we do our world famous game. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. This week's game uh, is a fun one because we wanted to do something travel related because we had a globe trotter here. Oh, yeah. good idea. Yeah. So this week's game is called The Landlord and Tenant Podmas Presents Your Travel Bucket List. And uh, what that means is it's it's where would you like to go in the world before you kick that bucket. Now, the bucket list, hearing you say that reminds me of that great, another Jack Nicholson movie, yeah. The Bucket List, starring Jack Nicholson and I think Morgan Freeman. I believe so. I gotta ask, where the heck did the expression kick the bucket even come from? I don't know. Think about it. Oh, wait, I bet I know. It probably hanging someone. They probably kicked the bucket from under their feet. Um, sure, Maybe. Just a fun thought. Or maybe it's like a farming term. Um, when a, a cow dies, the farmer gets upset and kicks a bucket or something? Probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving right along with the game. Let me go first. Sure. Travel bucket list. Okay, if there's one place I would like to go in the world that I haven't been, I'm going to say St. Petersburg. Russia. Yes. Uh, and that is, as it happens, where Nadia's family lives. My oh. girlfriend I am currently on a break with. And I think what I'd do is I'd go to St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. I would find her family. Mm. And in true rom-com fashion, I would set up an accident or something where her family, you know, a member of her family, say her dad, it, it looked like he was going to fall over or someone tried to rob him or something like that but i'd hire the the burglar right and then i'd swoop in right and and save the dad so then they'd tell nadia look what look what james did you know okay we're indebted to james now so that's where i would go st petersburg and then she would oh i mean uh you know we'd get we'd get back together which we will anyway i'm sure but would just speed it along and make, you know. So that's where you'd go. That's where you want to go before. You wouldn't go and look at all the architectural wonders of that city. The Hermitage Museum, um, all the, the wonderful the Hermit imperial uh, buildings. No. Okay. There's buildings in every single city in the world, Mike. All right. Um, Fair enough. What's your, what's your travel bucket list? Oh, it's my turn. So my travel bucket list city, if I could visit anywhere or place in the world, it would be, hmm, let me think, so many places to choose from. I've got it. Toronto Island. Toronto what? Island, which is a small island, um, about, a, I think, a 10-minute ferry ride off of the mainland of Toronto, which I have never visited, um, which is, sounds How funny. How is that possible? You've, it you've... sounds funny. <sighs> 
but I'm afraid of boats. I'm afraid of water. I'm afraid of um, you know f- things that uh, creeping around in the sea in the lake Ontario, and so I've never been there. But I I just dream about it, and I've heard there's like uh, a little theme park there, a little petting zoo. There's a restaurant that sells the best French fries in the city. Apparently, uh, I've never had them, of course, and I'd love to one day before I die. Maybe just, like, when I'm on my deathbed, they can helicopter me over to Toronto Island and I can have a nice um, plate of French fries there. Mike, are you kidding me? You've lived here your whole life. Yeah. You've also basically never traveled anywhere. How have you never gone to the island? Well, I don't have the money and I'm afraid of uh, water. There's a tunnel now. You can just take a tunnel. To the airport? What am I going to do? I'm afraid of flying, so why would I do that? God. Anyway, that's where I would go, Toronto Island. Mr. Adventure, over here. Uh, Tim! Yeah. I know you've traveled quite a bit of the world, but... I think... Okay, I I thought about this. I think I would go back to Mali. Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you had a really rough time there. I did, but I also had the best tomato i've ever eaten in my whole life right after i got out of prison really yeah it was the first thing there was a salad and it was chopped up in the salad and the bet you guys could not believe this tomato if if you guys had this tomato you would probably move to mali i've been thinking about it non-stop i tell every date i go on i talk about this tomato i just want one more bite so um, and out of all the, uh, despite all the bad things that happened to you in Mali, and despite you can choose anywhere on earth you would go to Mali because of this uh, particular tomato you had. Yeah, I mean, it's possible I just ate one really good tomato, mm-hmm. but I got a feeling that there's good tomatoes everywhere there. But it also might have just been that you just spent a bunch of time in jail probably mm-hmm. eating bad food. So eating a normal tomato probably just tasted great. Oh, imagine. <laughs> and then I got all the way back there. Yeah. And then some of the prisoners that got out recognized me. <laughs> yeah, that might not be safe for you, actually. To... I mean, this is all hypothetical. Yeah. But uh, that's like a bad know. choice. If the chips are down, I'm probably doing it, you know? Right. Yeah. All for a tomato. Did you lose a lot of weight in, in prison? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I started off, before I left, <laughs> I didn't tell you guys that? No. Oh, before I left on my journey, I was, uh, this is the big reason why I went, is uh, I was 392 pounds. Whoa, Almost wow. near 400. And so you thought, now's the time to see the world. I needed to do something different. I needed to do something different with my life. And I thought, this is a good chance. I'll be out. I'll be uncomfortable. I'll be walking. Right. And so I I lost hundreds of pounds, not just in prison, but just in general. And now you're shaking your moneymaker at the Blue Jays game. <laughs> I, I bet you wouldn't have done that when you were 400 pounds. <laughs> exactly. Well, your, your, your story is very inspiring, I know, to me, hopefully to you, James. Nope. And I'm sure our listeners will find inspiration in, in hearing your journey, Tim. Oh, I don't know I, if they will, but... I hope so. 
<laughs> well, if you if you did find inspiration in Tim's journey, or not, or you just want to make any sort of comment, uh, you can get in touch with us uh, via email. We are ltpodmess at gmail dot com. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, God, is there anything you want to plug before we? Uh... Say goodbye. Uh, let's go, Blue Jays. I don't know. I mean, uh, wonderful. Yeah, I guess the season will be over soon, so I'll be looking for work again. Are and you sad that uh, Gibby's gone? I don't know any of the. To be honest, I don't know anyone who plays baseball. I don't even really understand the really? sport. But <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I've heard this name. Smiling. Pretty. <laughs> there you are, smiling and laughing again. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, I heard this Gibby guy. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mike, it's too bad. You're. T- I, I. You got to take him out of here when this is done. I can't deal with this guy anymore. I'm serious. Yeah, I'll deal with you. It. Take Just... him out. It's your freaking friend. Yeah, you we'll... work with him. <laughs> like if you make I'm, dinner. I'm going to your bedroom. I'm having more of that fireball, and you deal with this seriously. Fine, but you got to make dinner tonight. I don't know how to cook. Well, James, another episode <sighs> in the can. Hey, in the can. What is this? An X-rated movie? <laughs> no. uh, yeah, another episode in the can. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we'll we'll talk to you next time. Bye.